Hello, I'm Abby, and this is Teach Medieval. On today's episode, I am incredibly excited to be welcoming Dr. James Ross. Hello, James. Hello. James is also the author of several superb texts, including Henry VI, A Good, Simple and Innocent Man, a book which has proved utterly invaluable to me in my teaching of the Wars of Roses, and an incredible biography of the fascinating John Devere, 13th Earl of Oxford, the foremost man of the kingdom, which I just simply cannot recommend enough. Before we start, here's your quick reminder that this particular episode is actually the fifth in a mini-series all about Kay's Rebellion, so please do make sure you've listened to the previous four before diving into this one. Right, so in this episode we are going to be investigating in what ways, if any, can Richard, Duke of York, be linked to the Rebellion? To start us off, James, could you just explain to us how Cade links himself directly to the Duke of York during this rebellion? So, um, as is relatively well known, he he seems to have adopted the surname of Mortimer. Um, York is um, descended from, uh, in part, from the Mortimer line. His um, his mother is a Mortimer. Um, there is, of course, an additional. Um, interest there because it's the Mortimer bloodline that possibly gives York a better claim to the throne than the Lancastrians. York is descended in the male line from a from a younger son of, of Edward III and that makes him blood royal anyway but it's through the female Mortimer line that, that ultimately um, he does claim to be the rightful king. Um, it was widely reported at the time um, he's, he's offered, um, Ked is initially offered a pardon in the name of Mortimer um, but I mean, even if people aren't quite aware of some of the, you know, the intricacies of uh, of the, the royal family tree, it's a very aristocratic name. It's well well known, so it, it's sort of trying to make himself seem a little bit more well connected and and, and important than than um, he might otherwise be, because he seems to be a, a a very ordinary kind of person. There's very little known about Cade himself and and his background. Um, but this is clearly something to to really sort of um, heighten his his status, and that connection with York is 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 interesting. Right, and do they, in terms of the rebels, do they see York as an antidote to something, or is it just kind of a name to latch on to? I think it's a name to to latch on to um, more than anything else. He, um, I, the the great nobility, you um, you want to have them a- around the king. Um, that was part of the sort of the manifestos, um, uh, and and that sort of touching faith in in aristocratic sort of government. But I don't necessarily think he's he's really nece- hugely seen as a particular antidote to anything. He's not spent a huge amount of time in England in the last ten years. He's been busy in France. He's off in Ireland, um, and he's um, he he. Bec- Comes much more the antidote to the court clique and 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 all of these all, all of the sort of the, the ills after Cade's rebellion. York sort of 
jumps onto the bandwagon that Cade's created. I guess this kind of answers that, but is there actually any evidence that York is any way involved with the rebellion? No, in short. Um, he's in Ireland um, throughout the period of the rebellion. He doesn't come back until two months later. Um, some of his leading figures, sort of leading retainers, are in England. It's not absolutely impossible that one or two might have, you know, thought, could this benefit Yorker's position? But A, there's no direct evidence of that. B, all landowners, all great landowners are very, very wary of getting involved with, with popular rebellions. Um, they, you know, they, they, that can affect them very badly in terms of being a great landowner um, and, and disruption to you, you know, sort of the management of your estate. But also, if the rebellion goes horribly wrong and you, you know, there's, you've, you've left an evidence trail that you've been involved in citing it, you, you know, it would also be really tricky. Um, York gets blamed for it more than 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 almost certainly he was involved in it, but and that's because Cade takes Mortimer, the name of Mortimer, and it's also because York's later actions, which do become considerably more problematic in you know in terms of treason and things, um, it's later read backwards that he you know he he was involved in um, Cade's rebellion, but really there isn't any direct evidence. It's not obvious what he would gain from this to be involved at the time as i said what he when he comes back from england um sorry when he comes back from ireland to england he very much exploits the climate of reform that that, that cade has has created and he he takes up that sort of populist position but I, it really isn't obvious that he he had any hand in designing or inspiring the rebellion that, that that created it james thank you again for another brilliant insight into cade's rebellion so that's it. I'll see you and James in the next episode where we will be summarising our findings on Cade's Rebellion. I've been Abby and this is Teach Medieval.